I'm posting uh, this episode as a, a bonus episode because right now we are in a quarantine. And during moments like the quarantine and uh, the Great Depression and the plague, the Wall Street crash, suicide rates actually go down. However, it's it's in the months and maybe a year after that, we then see a, a spike in suicide rates. And there's this article in The Atlantic uh, from 2013 that talked about suicides in the economy. And I'm just going to read to you what it says. Uh, quote, suicide is not strongly correlated to the economy but to unemployment. In the modern era, for every 1% increase in the unemployment rate, there has typically been an increase of about 1% in the number of suicides, according to Stephen Stack, a professor at Wayne State University. Men still, more than women, define their self-worth by how much money they make and their occupations. That partly goes to explain why the suicide rate is three times higher among men than women. Failure in the primary adult male role, i.e. economic status, is more visible and obvious than failure in the primary adult female role, which is diffuse, i.e. success in relationships. Males are more likely to feel like failures in their primary role and therefore are more likely to suicide. End quote. Why am I, why did I read that to you? Because I'm acutely aware that also that although suicide rates may have be going down at this moment, that I'm anticipating a spike. And it, it goes into the idea that unemployment is, is going to be, uh, at not maybe not an all-time high, but it will increase. And there's so many of you, there's so many of us who will struggle with the loss of status, with the loss of identity, with the loss of finances and family and maybe housing and and daily routines. And you know, if you were a professor or you had your own business, and, and now you have to scrub toilets or you have to collect unemployment, that, that can be rough on you mentally, emotionally, and physically. I understand that. Uh, you know, I, after I graduated from college, uh, you know, I have my master's degree in counseling psychology, and, and when I moved to L.A. to, to pursue stand-up and acting, I had to live out my car for uh, a few years. I lived out my car for a few years. And I would ask myself, like, I'm like, I have a master's. I have a degree. Why am I struggling like this? Is this the way it's always going to be? And, and there were moments of shame and embarrassment. And the thing that, that gave me, that I clung to, was that, 
where I am is not who I am. Where you are is not who you are. And 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 we know this because we've talked to I've I've met doctors and, and New York Times bestsellers and uh, uh, you know celebrities, and it doesn't make them good people. It doesn't make them a person of character. And I've met janitors and I've met uh, uh, housekeepers who had so much pride and and joy and enthusiasm for the work that they've done. Where you are is not who you are. You define who you are. Do not let your job, do not let cleaning out, having to clean out a toilet or collect unemployment or move back in with your parents, don't let that define you. The worst thing we can do right now is is to not talk to each other and not share our pain, our guilt, our shame, our hurt, our disappointments. This is the time for you to have those conversations. This is the time for you to say, I'm, I'm, I'm embarrassed by this. I'm ashamed. And that's okay. Because that too will pass. That feeling of shame and embarrassment, that will pass. I've, I've talked to a, uh, one of my Uber drivers who was uh, a, a doctor in, I think, Nigeria, somewhere in Africa. And he came to America, and none of his credits, nothing, his licensing, nothing, transferred over. So he had to start all over again. This, this man who was a father of three and married had to leave his family behind and move to America and start all over again. The whole application process, trying to get into medical school, having to do a residency, having to get licensure, having to also support his family, sleeping on couches, eating canned tuna. This man who was a doctor, I'm saying there is hope, and the, and the hope is clinging on to the part of you that matters, and that's internal. It's, it's not defined by what we do externally. Your family, your friends, just, and I know days are hard, nights can be long. Just do, you know, I'm watching Ozark and, uh, the one of the guy I'm not no spoilers, but there's a there's a guy who was dying, and and his advice to one of the other people is who who is stressing out about their situation. And he says, "Just do the next right thing. Just do just do the next right thing. Just do the whether that could be brushing your teeth, flossing, making your bed." sending out an email, sending out a resume. And and forget about trying to get back to where you were and just focus on putting one foot in front of the other. When I played college football, we had this sign above our door 
that said, one day at a time. Just take it one day at a time because you matter. And, and know that whatever you're going through, you're not going through alone. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for giving me a reason to take it one day at a time and giving me a reason to get out of bed. Let's get to tomorrow together.